Hey, it's Justin at the top of the episode, just dropping into your ears. Wanted to let you all know that today we launched a Patreon. And the reason that we're going to start moving towards Patreon is because Patreon allows us to leverage more tools to grow the Flying Bison podcast. We love Kofi, and our Kofi is still going to be around for one-time support, but we're going to focus more of our effort on Patreon. Now, all of the perks from Kofi are the same in Patreon, so if you're already supporting us on Kofi, you're not going to miss out on anything. If you are supporting us on Kofi monthly, then feel free to just continue to use that platform. In the near future, uh, we eventually will move it over to Patreon, but for now, don't worry about it. Keep, keep supporting us on Kofi. The best part, though, the first... 30 people who support us on Patreon get an exclusive I Heart the Flying Bison podcast shirt in our show's font. It's dope, it's trendy, it's exclusive, and you are going to want to rock this. If you're already supporting us on Kofi, don't worry, we're going to get your info, we're going to send you that shirt as well. So the first 30 people, plus the people that support us on Kofi already. Interested? Check out our new Patreon at patreon.com forward slash flying bison podcast. Oh, and breaking news, and I was not cleared to share this with you, wink, but if everything goes according to plan, our merch store is going to launch on June 3rd. It might get pushed back to the following week, but it is coming very soon. Once it launches, we'll let you know, but you'll see a link on our website, www.flyingbisonpodcast.com. Don't worry, we'll let you know when it's coming. All right, enjoy the episode. Bye. Water, earth, fire. For hundreds of years, the four nations have lived in harmony. The Avatar, master of all four elements, was always responsible for maintaining the peace. But Avatar Roku passed away 13 years ago. Now, the four nations look to the air nomads to reveal the next Avatar, but the world is met with silence. Rumors from the Earth Kingdom abound that the Fire Nation is planning an aggressive move into the Earth Kingdom. Five young heroes were too late to save the Southern Air Temple, but they hold vital information that could save the Earth Kingdom and maybe even save the world. Previously on the Flying Bison Podcast. Danger under Full Moon Bay. Our crew is trapped as explosions go off and water begins leaking in. Who will they be able to save? Who won't they be able to help? All these answers and more on this episode. What is happening, friends? Hello. Someone just got Hi. a notification. But yeah. yeah, that was my Alexa. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Not uh I don't own Alexa. I don't I mean I own a Alexa, you know what I mean? But like the But Alexa's <laughs> her own woman. Yeah. <laughs> Alexa has Alexa has bodily autonomy. <laughs> Virtual autonomy? Virtual body autonomy. What is that? Yeah, that doesn't have a body. Alexa so. has none of the above. 
but not all those things. <laughs> not a single uh, one. Alexa better not have a body. I hope we're not at that point. <laughs> that, would be, that, that is scary. scary. Oh, Amazon. Man. It's only a matter uh, of time. But if she did have a body, she would have bodily autonomy. Yes. And that's Still all we'll not. say about that. Uh, <laughs> we do know there's a lot going on in the world. Uh, <laughs> we're making jokes a little bit about it, but also it's a very serious thing. Uh, so let's, we could just leave it at that. We'll take a little break for an hour uh, and then get back to fighting for women's rights after this episode. How about that? Sound good? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sound good. Um, you guys want to hear a funny story? Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay. Who could say no? Uh, oh, wait. You could say no. Uh, first, I do have to say one quick thing that is like podcast related. Oh, nice. It's huge. That's Are what you we guys do. ready for this? It is. It's what we do. This is a podcast. Oh, okay. As of this episode right now, we've got a Patreon. Hey. Whoa. I know. It's big. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. We're a real podcast now. We're real podcasts. Those are those things that people are always showing. I imagine some of you here, and maybe even some of you listening, are wondering, don't you have a Kofi? And the answer is yes, we do have a Kofi. And now we also have a Patreon. <laughs> and the reason we did that as a podcast is because we we love Kofi. Kofi is great. Um, Kofi focuses a lot of their uh, resources on independent creators people who want to make things and want to try and get supported that way but aren't expecting um to turn something that they're doing into a big thing we want to take the flying bison podcast to in like insane levels of tabletop role-playing entertainment and patreon just gives us a lot more tools to be able to do that that kofi doesn't necessarily have so it's literally nothing against kofi at all it's just that Patreon gives us a few more tools. Mm-hmm. So for those listening, if you are supporting us on Kofi already, either one-time donations or monthly membership, you can continue to give one-time donations on our Kofi. If you're already supporting us on Kofi, please feel free to continue to do that. Uh, you can also move over to Patreon if you want to, but in terms of uh, like monthly support and membership and all the cool perks that come along with that, we're going to be moving a lot of our attention to Patreon. Um, all the perks are the exact same. So there's no changes between if you're already supporting us on Kofi and Patreon, it's all the exact same stuff. It's just that Patreon allows us to leverage some of that a little bit better than Kofi does. Um, so that is patreon.com forward slash flying bison podcast. So much easier to remember than KO dash fi.com yeah we had patreon.com every time <laughs> i know i had to spell it every time patreon.com forward slash flying bison podcast and now are you ready for the funny story yeah so ready very so ready that wasn't the funny story no i <laughs> know oh, that was pretty funny right i think patreon's hilarious <laughs> patreon okay moving on we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna keep on we're gonna keep on going so some of you came to this. We ran our first uh, hangout with our members. Speaking of Kofi, we did our first hangout with our members. And uh, I was like, you know, what would be fun? We've only got like four people that are supporting us. What would be a, what would be a fun time? And I was like, let's. I'm going to do a one shot for these people. So we got them and we got a couple of us, Monroe and Nick and Johnny were there. And we just had fun for the evening. It was a blast. I had a ton of fun. It was awesome. Did you yeah. guys have fun? It was, a yeah. it, was it was so fun. Nick played a uh, cowboy combustion bender. Yeah. So it's just an excellent character concept. It's so, so much good. fun. 
and at the end of the night, we we're just kind of hanging out. We we're done playing and they're asking questions. And someone asked Monroe, who I don't know if you know this listeners. And also, I guess here too. While Monroe does some of her best work on this podcast, she's also a professional actress. Mm-hmm. She's like an actual TV shows and video games and whatnot. So Monroe, you have an IMDb page, right? Correct. Correct. <laughs> so low key. It's like it's like a. <laughs> this, I feel like we're in a courtroom. That is true. Like, do not recall. Uh, Objection. Miss Hayden, uh, do you honor. or do you not have an IMDb page? Uh, I do. Yes. Okay. All right. Let the record show. Miss Monroe Hayden has an IMDb page. Uh, and so someone someone asked Monroe. They're like, Monroe. Why isn't the flying bison on your IMDb page? And Monroe was like so gracious. He was like, you know, IMDb is like the the Wikipedia of credentials for acting. Like you take it with a grain of salt. So even if it was there, like whatever. And while she's talking, I'm I'm Googling. I go onto her IMDb page because I'm like, I wonder if we could get the flying bison podcast on Monroe's IMDb page. That'd be super cool. And I look at her IMDb page and I'm looking at all of her like mentions and whatnot. And I come across something called Legends of Earth Kingdom. And I look at who Monroe is playing in Legends of Earth Kingdom. And I go, huh, (laughs) that says Liko. (laughs) And then I look back at the title and I was like, it says this is a video game. (laughs) (laughs) I was a bit confused too. Has anyone heard of Tales of the Earth Kingdom? Legends. No. Do you know what my first thought was, Steve? No. And it wasn't malicious at all. It was just confused. It was like, did Monroe sign up for a video game using her character from our podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Which is fine. That's fine if you want to make some Avatar adjacent video game using your... Like, it's it's your character. Like, I'm not going to be like, no... Like, told you, you can do that. <laughs> but I was like, it's just weird that she wouldn't tell us that. Like, <laughs> so I click on the title because now I'm curious. Like, what in the what the heck is Tales of Earth Kingdom? And I click on it and I read the description and it's like five heroes were too late to save the Southern Air Temple. And now they're on their way to the Earth yeah. King. And I'm like, that seems really familiar (laughs) (laughs) like weirdly familiar is someone making a video game about our (laughs) podcast i hope so if you're out there yeah please if there are any video game designers and creators listening to this let's do it let's make an avatar adjacent podcast that'd be dope Mm -hmm. and video games so this is already a podcast what you said podcast instead of video game so i'm just yeah avatar adjacent video game podcast and yes, yes. Well, you could have just edited Absolutely. that out. You just yeah, it's fine. You can still edit, edit all of this out. <laughs> I, I always like editing out, but when we I sound won't. Uh, so I read the description, and I was like, "That, that is that's very too that's too familiar." And then I look at the director credentials, and I go, well, "That's my name." <laughs> Is this still up? I'm looking this up now. I want to see this. Yeah, it's still still up. up. Named Justin Nita. But there's a a twist here that Justin is getting to. So (laughs) I'm like, that's okay. I don't remember directing a video game, let alone anything. Um, 
writer, Justinita, producer, Justinita, <laughs> and I scroll further down and I'm like, well, the cast members are Nick Coughlin, Monroe Hayden, Danny Wickman, Steve Durgan, and Johnny Button. And I was like, this is our podcast. Someone made an IMDB page about our podcast. And I, I presented that to the group because I was like, guys, you'll never believe what I just found. And we spent the next, like, what, 10 minutes just Correct. trying to figure out, like, whose page is this? <laughs> Who made this page? Monroe had no idea. I had no idea. The person who asked had no idea. At first, I thought the person who asked was, like, he made the page. <laughs> like, gearing up like to tell us. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Right? I was like, that'd be funny. That'd be a great I joke. the same thing. That'd be a good bit. <laughs> no, no, he. they had no idea either. No one had any idea. And so it turns out that because as the aforementioned Monroe Hayden is a professional actress, she's like required to have this on her IMDb page. Not, I don't know about required, but like someone at IMDb was like, Monroe is in this podcast, so let's put it on her IMDb page. And then this absolute fool had to go and create <laughs> IMDb pages for the rest of us. <laughs> so I have an IMDb. We all have IMDb pages now. Yeah. It's the only thing on there, Tales of Earth Kingdom, uh, which you'll now you'll now know it's not it's no longer named that. Thankfully, it took me. I don't even want to say how long it took me. <laughs> it took multiple emails to IMDb. But like, please, can we? That is not the name of our what? Can we pause to appreciate the fact that even though the title has been updated, the graphic is still Legends of Earth Kingdom. Like someone made a <laughs> yeah. custom, I know graphic for this show. With a completely I, false name. That was a tagline of prepare for war, which is just, it's just good. It's, it's good. That's so good. <laughs> Somebody should do something with that. <laughs> yeah, it please work legit. with us. Like, I thought it yeah. was like a legit thing. Like, someone, you guys must have made something when I first saw it. Look, if I find a video game lying around, a half-developed video game called Tales of Earth Kingdom, I'll send it all your way and we can finish it, all right? So, I think, like, the, the graphics is Legends. If we're going to, yeah, right? Or is it Tales? It's legends. 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 It's Legends of Earth Kingdom, Tales yeah. of Earth Kingdom. Oh, yeah, Both my bad. Legends cool, of Earth Kingdom. Ta you're thinking Tales of Earth Sea is a little different. Yeah, Tales of Earth Sea. Or Tales of Bossing Say is the name of that, yeah. that uh, mild and happy go lucky episode. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Thanks for bringing that up again, Johnny. Yeah. Anytime. Salt in the wound. So it took me, I don't know if I told you guys this, it took me like a month i think of emails back and forth with imdb like constantly being like please a it's not a video game i promise you it's not a video game two it's not called legends of earth kingdom it's called the flying bison podcast i like i'm emailing you from flying bison podcast to gmail.com like it's me like i i promise you this is the name of the podcast please change it uh and eventually they have changed it so long story short we have an imdb page which is pretty cool. Yeah, it is. Uh, cool. yeah. I need to get to like giving them episodes and episode summaries, and we should even put in some uh, some fun facts about us. Mm. Um, That'd be fun. After you mentioned that we each have our own IMDb pages, I looked at mine, and I guess I don't remember playing Drug Guy in connections to Marcelo story <laughs> in 2015. <laughs> What? <laughs> he doesn't remember, but I can confirm he was in that film. Back in 2015. He was drug guy. He when was, I was guy. When I was hey, 16 Dan years old. <laughs> Danny, do you think maybe those were actual drugs they were giving you? Oh, no. <laughs> Is that why you don't remember? 
Wait, was that oh like a gosh. joke or is that for real? Like no, you, you actually played that game? No, it's on my IMDb page. I'm reading my IMDb now. Get this. Steve Durgan <laughs> was born October 1954 <laughs> in, Michi <laughs> in Michigan, USA. Oh my god. He is an editor and producer known for Modern Marvels 1993, Sandmasters 2011, and Minute by Modern Minute, Mo Oklahoma City Bombing 2000. Full bio. Wait, this is, this is, like you went to the Flying Bison podcast yes. and then went to your own IMDb page. And pages? I clicked my link and this yeah. is me. Mm -hmm. So funny. Oh, what? This is my I'm alternate so identity. It's incredible. So yours is real. Yours is actually you. Yeah, it's actually me. It just has this. But yeah, Danny, you were drug guy. I'm drug guy in <laughs> connections. The Marcello story. We gotta, we gotta clean up this mess. But for now, I like being <laughs> born in uh, Michigan. That's cool. Steve, you've done a lot. Yeah, look at me. I gotta watch oh, these movies that I made. You met <laughs> Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> oh, I did. <laughs> yeah, apparently. An incredible time, I'm sure. <laughs> Oh, man. You know, it's coming That's... back to me now. I do remember that. <laughs> I don't remember Larry the Cable Guy. How can I forget such a magnetic personality as Larry the Cable Guy? Oh my god. That man. is so funny. And it's just you two. Like me, Nick, and Johnny. It's just that. You, but then the two you of you. You produced Modern Marvels? I guess I did. I yeah, I'm really that's great, man. I'm pretty impressed <laughs> well with myself. You know, Danny Danny should have a real IMDB credit because he's been in a show. I swear. Oh let's man. talk about that later. You know, let's <laughs> we we're gonna have to bring that up. Johnny. Good point. Yeah, let's let's we'll table save. that. Let's table that. Let's save that one. Maybe, maybe Listeners, might, Danny was in a TV you show. You might have to ask how we, Abby feels first. It, no, I'm just gonna share. <laughs> I yeah. Uh, well, I'll say I'll save I'll save the story because there's a fun story about how I found out Danny was in that show. <laughs> absolutely not. Uh, um, we. I'm trying to think. Is there anything else in my notes? No, no. I got no more notes. Um, man, that's funny. Good times. Good times at at yeah. Ridgemont High. Um, did you produce that too, Steve? You know, I might have, but uh, maybe we should yeah. take this time to do like a PSA on memory loss or something. <laughs> <laughs> this feels, oh, this is no. kind of a heavy revelation for me right now. So, <laughs> Hey, I, I think you should be proud because you, you don't look a day over like 38. Appreciate that. <laughs> and the fact that you're like 70, incredible, man. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, I'm pushing it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, pushing it, you're all in a really tough situation and got to push ourselves to figure it out. And uh, it's, it is chaotic. If I remember, I was like sitting back and thinking back and trying to remember like how chaotic it is. And let's see. So the, the whole of the, the hollow half moon hollow, which is underneath the sort of above ground portion of, of uh, full moon Bay is it's just rife it's like a it's it's you know where a lot of the rejects of society are it's it's a big place i don't know if i properly helped you picture how large this hollow this grotto is yeah. there's a number of people down there so there's tons of twisting caves and open areas for people to congregate and whatnot yeah mall of america it's like the mall of america exactly there's a amusement park under there an aquarium way too many stores bubblegum shrimp uh yeah, bubblegum shrimp. There's bubblegum shrimp down there. There's some transit to the airport. Um, so I guess you're right. You could just get on the, the train, go to the airport. And... Why have we just gotten on the train? Yeah, just get on the train. Okay, um, so you're on the train <laughs> to the airport. <laughs> and rewind. Uh, and rewind. Uh, 
so the whole place is collapsing, filling up with water. I believe Sho and Liko are sort of by the where the stairs lead back up into the cove part of Full Moon Bay, trying to help people get out, trying to hold up the rocks and the water. Che's also there is like running that way as well, too. I believe you had went with Rosic and Ren, uh, but then Rosic and Ren went off in a different place and you were helping to, because you're an earthbender. She's like, I need your help to keep these rocks from, from hitting all these people as they, so you're probably back on your way towards that entrance as well. But Ren and Rosic, you run and we're told that there is like a, a schoolhouse essentially full of children and no one has seen these children. And so you go and it's flooding with water. It's right by like one of where one of these, I don't know, for lack of better terms, C4 devices went off and you quickly get all these kids out. But a little girl says that uh, there is a, I believe a little boy, right? Mm -hmm. I think I said boy. I think so. A boy that had gone off to play with some, to play further down in the cove and no one has seen him. And so you two go running off. You find yourselves in this other open air area. It's filling with water. There's like a small islet in the middle where this little boy is standing and swimming in the water, circling this island are a number of gopher sharks. Nick is laughing at gopher sharks. It was the first animal that came into my head. Is that what we it's said last time? It's a image. gopher shark? I was it not going to say a, a thing. Gopher shark. I wasn't going to say a single word. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's hilarious. Um, I think it's kind of terrifying a little bit. I guess we actually get the shark face so that we get the scariness yes. of the shark, not just the body of uh -huh. a shark and a cute gopher on top. <laughs> like, oh, we can just swim through this. That's fine. I feel like even a shark it's... face with a gopher body would be equally adorable. It's so, uh, kind of I... scarier. Well, yeah. Yeah, then like gopher mermaids. Like, <laughs> it's like a very <laughs> Okay. Also, to be clear, I wasn't even laughing at the gopher shark idea. I was laughing at just the sheer like extreme situation that they are they find themselves in. That's all. That's because it's pretty wild. A child wild is just situation being sure. you know circled by sharks. I think the so. boy's name name is Pei. Pei. That sounds think, right. Yeah, because remember I I made an absolutely hilarious joke that Pei went to play. No. I remember that joke. Yes, no, you didn't. You it was not good enough to tell again. I got isn't, old a lot. Isn't that just a rhyme? <laughs> joke. Yeah. yeah, the rhymes are jokes. A joke. All rhymes are jokes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. In Rosex's notebook, he just has one page, and there's one line of text that says, "All rhymes are jokes." All rhymes are jokes. Can't wait till we publish right. this book. I know it's going to be a good book. Uh, I think we got us. We got to start there. Because I want to know what Ren and Rosic are going to do. So you you burst into this cavern. It is rapidly filling with water. And in fact, you can see like one of there's like a, a hole towards the back that is incredibly large that just tons of water is pouring out of. And it's it's big enough that a gopher shark could have swam in from there or got caught and got pulled into here. Can you repeat that, Justin? I'm sorry. I'm trying to picture it. Yeah. So like you're in this you're in this opener cave part and it's quickly filling with water you've got this little island in the center of all this water and the water's quickly rising above it on that island is pay towards the back you can see like where all this water is coming in from it's this torrent of water that's coming in from the back from a super large hole that looks like 
a gopher shark could have either swam in from there or got pulled in from, from the, the lake from the current yeah into yep into here what do you do this will be so easy rose likes a waterbender yeah what do you do just bend the water and that's it honestly i think ren would like grab rosic's shoulder like really firmly and like turn him to face ren and like ren's face is just like suddenly a bit pale and cold seeming and he says rosic we're getting caught up in this we're just chasing whoever needs saving but what about our friends this place is filling up with water i'm sorry but we can't save everybody look at this kid we can't we can't do everything and i can't i can't lose we got to go save our friends rosex rosex looks back at the kid looks back at pay um and looks at ren and he puts his other hand on ren's shoulder and says go help our friends but i can't leave while this kid is here and then rosex going to dive into the water rosex dives into the water Okay. I should have rolled for persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Well, I mean, it's all good. Were you it's trying to? No, you, I wasn't even you, thinking about that, but okay. yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, we can, we can, uh, it's up to you. I, I want to let it roll. That's what Rosic did. Okay. So, okay. Rosic really I hate cannot, <laughs> in the right mind, leave this kid. Because <laughs> it, it definitely could be a uh, call someone out. Self-preservation. Self-preservation. Is one okay. of his principles. Yeah, okay. but, but yeah. Or trust, honestly. Like, trust in you. Yeah, trust me. Just but, leave this kid. <laughs> I mean, the, the drama. The drama is is there, so... So we're pulling it back a little bit? No. No, no Steve's Steve's like, that's, that's what Rosic okay. did. Okay. Ren reaches out it. suddenly and just, like, holds his arm back. Completely freezes up as Rosic dives in. Ren, what do you do? Can we get just a, a tad bit of narration? Like, if, if Rosic's about to be eaten by a shark, I'm jumping in. But, like, if it looks like he's doing even the slightest bit well, I might dip. So, I think I'm frozen I, and I'm watching. Like, honestly, I just, like, freeze up. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Uh, well, then let me ask you this. What's going through Ren's head? Ren is picturing all of the friends trying to hold it, hold up the stone and water kind of collapsing in on them that we just left behind. And so, like, as that, as Rosic just dives into the water, uh, are you, are you, does that image change? Or are you like... Yeah, it's jarring. I'm definitely looking at him now and the sharks. Uh, but I'm not jumping in yet. Okay. Rosic, uh, what do you do? All right. So I'm hoping the sharks are a bit a tad preoccupied with the kid. I want to try to... I, um, Rosic dove in. So I just want to try to dive down under the sharks and just, I mean, how, how close are they to the, the makeshift aisle that pay is on? Uh, they're continually circling around it. And mm. there's now that you're down here easily four, four or five of these things are just constantly circling this little Island. Yeah. So I guess I'm going to, I, I want, I'm Rosak attempts to dive under them and up to the Island. And I guess, I guess if he gets to the island, first thing he's going to do is try to climb up onto the island, and he's going to figure it out from there. <laughs> okay. Um, I think it's pretty uh, unclear whether or not you can even get to the island. Mm. Um, so why don't you uh, why don't you plead with the sharks? Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Actually, instead, can I um? <laughs> May we have them? Same <laughs> passage. Can I guide and comfort them? Actually. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Just give what a little, guide little pet as they graze by. Go for shark. Tell me. Tell me how you really feel. Go for shark. How does that make you? How does feel? this make you feel? Go for, go for shark. shark. 
Uh, no, this is obviously clearly a pusher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do the thing. Whoa! I rolled an eleven. That is a this is a good time to roll an eleven. Yeah, yeah. That's a really good time. Ren does not want to dive in. Um. Oh, on a on a ten plus, your boldness pays off despite the cost. You get a lucky opportunity, my friend. To to not die. <laughs> the gopher sharks are allergic to water. <laughs> I'm hydrophobic. Oh, that was creative. <laughs> that was creative. Fictionally uh, makes literally zero sense, but uh, be really unfortunate for the life of a shark. It's a very short life. Creative, yeah, it'd be creative for sure. Yeah. Um, a lucky opportunity. Hmm. Okay. Um, you are swimming up near the pillar. And as you're swimming up, you see that something shiny that you could easily just grab and keep swimming up. Okay. It, it's, it's like covered in like, it's like green and glittery and it looks like about the size of like a scroll case. Right. Right. So it was like, goes, and, and you drown it instantly. <laughs> and that's what you get for talking underwater. Rose. Uh, you have plenty of time. Yeah. The sharks are circling around and a couple of them notice you and start to go towards you and you like move out of the way and keep swimming and you're swimming now up this pillar underwater. You see this glittery shiny thing, grab this scroll case, keep swimming, burst out of the water. Ren, you see him come up and just like pull himself up onto this little islet just as fast as he can as the shark like jumps out of the water and is about to take a bite and then misses just barely and goes back into the water and starts shirt circling around again. And the little boy, Pei, is just like weeping. Just <laughs> as soon as Rosa gets up there, he just grabs, grabs hold of Pei, gives him a hug and just says in his ear, we're going to get you out of here. I'm going to get you out of here. As you look around, at these sharks that are circling around, we would we cut and we move to the front, uh, the the stairs up. Um, well, that was heroic. <sighs> Jay, you now make it back to the the exit, and you can see both uh, Liko and Sho are straining to keep this area clear for people to get up. Can I try to uh, shoot crystals wherever there is like a breach? And try to grow them so that they seal. Mm, I like that. I like that idea a whole heck of a lot. Um, since it is still learned, uh, why don't you go ahead and push your luck? Okie dokie. Hit. A hit. All right. Here is the cost. You are able to... You see the, the places where Liko has been holding the water back. And you are able to plug up those holes... And you are able to grow the crystals big enough in order to uh, stop the flow. Stop the water. Stop the flow. You do, however, grow the crystals a little too big, and the the tunnel isn't cut off completely. But it's gonna take now more time for everyone to get through, as only like a couple people can file through now. Mm. And if you were to take the crystal back down, the water would come come back. So yeah, I think having to leave a little slower is fine in comparison to everyone just drowning. So I will take that. I don't think you have a choice. <laughs> well, I, you said I could get the crystals away. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I, yeah. That was me saying yes. 
Absolutely. Yeah. What are the Lico show? What do you do? You've got now got this moment of reprieve as you see Che comes around the corner and closes off these holes and stops the water from flowing down this tunnel. In order to get past, though, people have to squeeze. And if I remember right, too, I do believe the that you're going to have to dig out the stairs. I believe it had collapsed. Yeah, I think um, Shoban just turns and starts trying to to bend the the dirt and stuff and the the rocks out of the way of the stairs. Um, just there's there's no time to to stop. Yeah, um, I'm not going to make you roll. That makes a lot of sense. So you'd just be able to do that, especially if Che were to help at all. Um, yeah, you do. The the you bend enough of the rubble and the dirt and rock away that people can start filing up into the cove. Um, and as uh, people start filing out, uh, uh, Zishin is a uh, um, she goes. Uh, I've I've got this. If you need to go do something else, get some more people. Make sure that they're okay. I, I can help them get up. Otherwise, you can stay here and and help direct us. It's up to you. All right, I'm going to go back down. Uh, what uh, what are you looking for? I'm looking for Rosic and, and <laughs> Ren. Yeah, okay. Um, how are you doing that? Uh, I, I want to go back to the place where I was, and then I saw which direction he headed from there, so I'm going to yep. try to backtrack. Yep, okay. Uh, what about the rest of you? Um, okay, so when it comes to Aliko, uh, if I remember correctly, we left off with her... Holding, holding the water uh, from caving in on Shoban, correct? Yep. And, and then, the tunnel. Yep. Yeah, and but she also took a hit, didn't she? Mm-hmm. I think yeah, she took some fatigue. I think was what it was. Yeah. So how much longer can she hold this water, and how have how much is um, hitting hitting against yeah. her? Yeah, Che now has grown his crystals enough in that tunnel to stop the water from flowing in. Yeah. Um, but he's grown them in such a way that it's going to take a little bit longer for everyone to file out because they have to kind of go like single file or two at a time. Whereas before, you know, a bunch of them could run through the tunnel and get up. All right. So I just wanted to make sure that she's not she's not pushing anything back. Any, any nope. No. Both you and Sho are now free, free and clear of trying to hold stuff up. Yeah. I think I think Sho would look at Liko and just be like, thank you for for saving me. Liko just... Gives him a look, raises her eyebrow, and then decides to run t- to follow Che. She's looking for. She's also looking for Rosic and Rin. Yeah. Show is confused and just kind of all right, and just follows. All right. Uh, you know what? Let's do this. If you're doing it, um, show. Why don't you rely on your skills and training? Uh, and the reason is you're familiar enough with these twisting tunnels, uh, since there's a Dai Li base down here that. You could, you know, Che knows that they're going to a schoolhouse. You could find your way towards that. Nice. Nine. A nine. Show you are leading both Che and Liko down this tunnel. And you begin to run past where the Dai Li base is. And you hear from behind that stone door, Help! Help! Do you guys hear that? Do we hear? Help, Do we? help me! Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, I hear it. And I'll bend the, the wall out of the way. And when you do, um, <laughs> show, when this stone door rises up, you see who is shouting. 
is your uncle, Uncle Simu. He is currently pinned down, like his arms, like everything is pinned down basically up to his like chest by this ginormous boulder. I, um, I run in and I, I shout, Uncle Simu! And I, I just put my hands on the boulder and start trying to, to bend it upwards and off of him. This guy's yeah. your uncle? And I walk over and try to help him put, lift it up. Yeah. Um, let's have a show rely on your skills and training. And depending on what he rolls, uh, Che, you can help him. Cool. Another nine. Okay. So to help, do I roll the same thing? I will also rely on skill. Uh, nope. You mark a fatigue. Ah, I will mark a fatigue yep. and give him one and he will have a 10. And it will be a 10. There you go. Uh, <laughs> I guess I could have show given you the option to hear the help uh, or to mark one fatigue anyway. Uh, so on a 10 plus you do it. So um, you both lift this stone up and you start to, and he's like, oh, and you slow down because you realize if you do this too quickly, you're going to break something else. So that's when you stop both of you and you start lifting it up a little bit slower and you're able to lift it off of him without hurting anything else. Um, and he goes, Show, Shoban, is that you? It, it is, Uncle Simu. What are you doing here? Are you okay? And I, I'm like trying to help him up. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't really think it's time for like 20 questions. I think you should get to the entrance and we need to get going. Is there anyone else down this way, Grandpa? I don't appreciate being called. I don't have time to care. No, no, there's no one down here. Perfect. See ya. Nice meeting you. <laughs> uh, show, I'm assuming you're helping like him out. Uh, yeah. Chain, Liko, uh, Liko, are you doing anything? I th- it's fine if the answer is no. No, she's she's actually just standing there watching everything, trying to, mm. uh, I guess you could say, observe just observing everything just to see hmm. what she can do. Just feeling some stuff, so. Are you looking for anything in particular or just watching the situation? I'm looking for a particular situation to, where I would be more useful. Why don't you roll to assess the situation? Then? Yeah, I can think of a situation where you'd be more useful. <laughs> do you happen to have we any experience that. with gopher sharks? Yeah. Rosak's currently being eaten by furry mermaids. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I feel like you just spoke something into existence. <laughs> I rolled a five. You rolled a five, and so I get to make a GM move. Is Rue down there, or is Rue just no? Back in Rue, that is, town? Rue is not down. Figures. No, 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 he's not there. I think Rue was that, playing with, that, with that, girl that little girl up, up top. Yeah, right? ah, you're right. Before mm-hmm. Felico came in, I like to think every now and then it just cuts to Rue just silently playing with the girl and so happy, and it cuts back to us like. <laughs> <laughs> Liko. We're living out the plot to the hunt for Red October and Rouge just having fun. Liko, you are looking around this crumbling cave that it is it is now it is filled with very similar like Dai Li armor. I don't know if you would know what the Dai Li are. You might. Um show you don't wear Dai Li armor though, right? Okay. Yeah. But you can tell I wear the the hat, even though it's not like the the normal armored hat, I st- I wear a similar conical hat and the gauntlets, okay. but that's it. Okay, uh, Liko, you are looking around and uh, you see all this armor lying around. It looks official, and there are a number of them. So some sort of police or military or something. You're looking around, and the thing that catches your eye 
before you all move out of this room and the rocks collapse is you see what looks like on a stone table is a map of the entire world. And there are like flags all throughout the world and they're all green. And then as you leave the room collapses. So, okay. So there was just no time to grab that map. Correct. Like we just like, once it, I'm already out. It was like one of those, uh, it was like one of those maps that's like in the table. Like Skyrim. Mm Kind of like Skyrim. Yeah. Okay. Um, would I have had time to do one thing before we leave the room? Before the room uh, collapses yeah. and stuff. I just want yeah, to, yeah, yeah. I'm sure yeah. show would have noticed all the uniforms and everything. Um, I'm just going to call a set of the uh, gauntlets, an extra set of gauntlets to myself. Hey, absolutely. Totally can do that. Cool. They collapse over your wrist. You are now bound in this room <laughs> as you watch. As all your friends the watch you came in. fall. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, I'll be playing another new character. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Johnny's actual goal is just to get through as many as he can. Called Shosa. (laughs) At the start of this podcast, I gave each of them a secret mission to do throughout the life of this podcast. (laughs) Johnny just did have his characters perish as often as possible. (laughs) I have to play as many new characters myself as there are other cast members. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so she's, she's, the rock story fell, and she's on the other side. Yeah, all of you are now. All of us. There's no one on yeah. the on the inside. No, no, absolutely. Three of you and Uncle Simu. Well, according to old man. Yeah. And uh, how far are we from the top? You would have to go back. I mean, you're not super far. You could go back to where they are. Uh, I want to know what you guys do, and then we're gonna cut to to Red and Rosic. Jay's can, already leaving. Yeah, I was gonna say, can my uncle move on his own? No, no. That I'm helping him out. Liko. Just stares at the rocks, trying to memorize exactly what she saw in that on that map. Trying to absolutely. I don't think she has a photographic memory, but I think she has a really good memory. And then she just slowly turns around and walks away. Uh, who do you follow? Because it sounds like Che is going one way, Shoban is going back towards the exit. This is the same route that she took to get down here, right? If you were to follow Shoban, you'd be taking that same route. Yeah. All right, then she's she's following Shoban. Uh, like I said, she has a good memory, so she would go up uh, the same way she came She came in. Yeah, kind of helped show. But she walks past him. <laughs> <laughs> she does not help him. Don't you dare say that. Let's make it clear. Let's, let's not be generous here, you know. Yeah. Uh, Chena. It's an embellishment. What? Chena, these are for you. And show tosses him the extra set of gauntlets. Cool. Say it. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Uncle Simu chastises you a little bit. He's like, can't give away our secrets like that. As he's like, he's seen me use them. They're not secret anymore. Let's go. Fine. Uh, and Liko and Sho, you, you lead your way back up to the top. Um, Rosic, you are on a little island surrounded by water that is quickly rising. In fact, I am going to mark another tick of the clock uh. <laughs> as... Even as Liko and Sho and Che are running through these tunnels, it's now about mid-chest high and quickly rising. Rosic the, and Ren, the room that you're in still has a decent amount of land and, and stone that you can walk on. It might be a little bit higher above the sea level, so it's taking longer for this room to fill with water. 
but there's quickly water pouring in. And so while the island that you're on is is fine, the, the water is quickly surrounding that. So Rosic, the water will quickly overtake how, soon. How far is the island from the land that Ren is standing on? It's a decent jump. Yeah, I don't know. What's how hard a, of a throw is it? Oh, toss me. I don't know. I am not. I have no concept of like physics. So like, it's just is ten feet. Like that's well, a really I can hard throw toss. A kid ten feet. I can throw a kid ten feet. <laughs> Rosex could be strong, but that that is a really hard toss. All right. Yeah. It is Danny a hard can toss. do it, but let's remember. Rosex is Rosex a normal person. You're right. Rosex is normal person. I, on the other hand, am a deity. But um. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Just oh, glad we covered roll. that. I'm only, only <laughs> moving on. Only with tossing people. Um. Okay. Rosak, while holding Pei, um, asks Pei, "Can you swim?" Yeah, yeah, but look at him. What are we gonna he's do? He's gonna hold. The... He's gonna put his hands on either of his cheeks and say, "Pei, I need you to focus. You're going to be okay. We're gonna get you out of here. You're gonna get you out of here, but I need you to focus. When I say swim, I need you to swim directly to that very kind, welcoming-looking, looking human being over there. Okay?" And he points to to Ren. Ren's face is clearly like still pale and a little terrified and not at all kind and welcoming looking. And so the gopher sharks are kind of, they're swimming close, like their fins are poking out of the surface, right? Absolutely, yep. So Rosak is going to stand, Rosak stands on like behind Pei yeah. and he tells him to get ready to swim and he gets into like a wide... I'm going to need you to plead first. Yeah, I, that's what I was going for. I was out. I, I yeah. don't know if I can like ask, hey, can I plead? Or, yeah. You absolutely okay. can. Absolutely, you plead. can totally ask me I plead. To, to roll. Because I, I don't know if it would be comfort or plead, but it feels more like a plead to yeah. me. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna than a guide and comfort. Rosic pleads. <laughs> Wait, let me see if I. Have... <laughs> what is this I'm energy? I'm troubled. <laughs> I'm so troubled. <laughs> Stop croaking in my ears. I'm troubled with a minus two. Oh no, that's sick. <laughs> oh no can one of the gopher sharks help me give me a plus one <laughs> turns out they're like totally benevolent they were just moving towards just... you to try to support you as you climb up the island one of them just pokes his head I'm like come on hey you got this we'll hold off on eating you for like five seconds they speak they're actually friendly spirit gopher sharks it's a wild misunderstanding yeah Rosic you are furiously trying to plead with Pei to swim towards Ren, and Pei is sobbing. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't think I can do it. I don't, I don't know. What if we... Um, and, and Pei points behind you further down into the cave, and Pei goes, what if, I think we can get out that way, maybe. And you look and you see that you couldn't see it from where Ren is. But now that you're here on this island, you can see there are some other islets too far for Pei to have gotten to. But maybe with your help, you could get on them. And Pei says, I mean, it's, it goes out that way, too. There's an exit that way. Oh, this just got so much more simple. Rosak turns to Ren and yells, go find the others. We have a perfectly reasonable way right here we'll be completely fine and i will see you all again 
Bye bye now. And he um starts his way like helping pay across the islands, like holding his hand and like yeah. kind of like um you kind of like toss him a little bit yeah. and go there and mm -hmm. yeah toss him forward. Um, I am well. Uh, I'll tell you this: like it's it is going to be a rely on your skills and training. Okay. Because it's something a, an adult can do. You can push your luck and try and go towards red. I'm trying to think narratively, not mechanically here, because. To, in, like in this flash moment, it looks easier to go out the back. Yeah. Than to go towards Ren. I think Rosic would just decide. I feel like in his mind, the easier option seems like the safest option as well for right. him and the kid. So he decides to go the towards the unknown. So I Ren sees Rosic hopping away, like out of sight quickly, because this was a path that was obstructed by mm -hmm. okay by the island. And he tells you that. Yeah. I'll find you guys. Go find uh, your friends. Uh, okay. Be safe. Ren turns around and dashes back towards the others. Yeah. Rosic, why don't you uh, roll to rely on your skills and training? Mm -hmm. And I am troubled, so I have to add that minus two to it. Come on, dice. That's a seven. Uh, there you are. Actually, let's do this. Um, you are hopping through these eyelets, and you are about to make it to a shelf that leads deeper into this area. And it's at this moment that one of the gopher sharks jumps out at the two of you. Uh, if you do not do anything, it's going to take one or both of you down into the water with it, or you can mark a fatigue to sort of represent you like hitting it and fighting it off. Think about that. Ren, you are running down through the tunnels and now you get to this point where now the water is up to your chest. You sort of wad into Wade, wade into Che as he's coming down the other way. Where's Rosie? I think he's okay. Is everyone else okay? Yeah, he's not okay because he's still at the bottom of whatever this place is. We need to go up. There's another way out, but it's across. It's dangerous to get there, but he got there. The rest is easier. That's what he You're said. You're sure he's out? No, he left my vision. I couldn't see. I would have to swim across sharks to get to see him. But we can trust him, I think. I mean, he's your brother, so your call. Just like treading water now. <laughs> is, his, is his situation worse than, than this? I don't know. But what about the others? Everybody else is fine. They're all towards the exit and they're getting everybody out. Do you remember how to get to, to the exit? Meta, you're just asking about the one where Rolex going? No. Talking about something else? No, I'm saying, do you, but does Ren remember how to get back to the exit of this place? Yes. Uh, all right, let's 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 go. Should we find another way out? What do you think is faster? Can, we can get back easily, right? Or should would it be faster to try to find this other way out with Rosic from here? Uh, I think if you were to if you were to, you have to decide now. If you were to go back towards the exit where everyone else is trying to wade out of and swim out of, you've got enough time to get out. Probably go with what you know. Yeah. All right. Rosic will find his way out. Let's go. Okay. Um, you, we follow you guys up, and eventually you get in line and, and sort of file in and swim out, uh, and you are back in that tea shop, and uh, there's a little bit of flooding in this tea shop, but... Uh, people have started filing out into the cove, and at the, uh, I'm assuming at this point you guys are the last ones out. Right? I, would, I would hope so, yeah. Yeah, you guys are the last ones out, and so 
you get out. Uh, do real, uh, yeah, real quick, Justin. So yep. this area, the tea shop, the marketplace, there was tons of illegal stuff being exchanged here, correct? Tons. So of all of it's abandoned now. Real quick scan. Does Ren see anything that looks like it's worth grabbing? I was literally going to say the same thing. <laughs> um, we'll get to that. There, there are a ton of people here because this place is dry and not being flooded. Oh, I see. Um, okay. So you can you can still try and take advantage of the, uh, the mob of people, the chaos in the mob of people. Oh, yeah. If you want to do oh, that, yeah. we'll get to that in a second. Um, you get up and Zishan is like, "Are you? Is that it? Is there anyone else?" Uh, we don't think so. Um, uh, sure. No, well, there's no brother, way to be sure. Yeah, we we can't be sure. My brother was down there with one other kid. Did hey. where, where did the other kids go? They're up here. Oh, see. Okay. Yeah, we got them. All right. So. Yeah, my brother was down there with one other kid, and but the, he said that he was moving towards another exit. So I have I have to close this off. I can't let we. There is another exit, have, though, right? There are other ways for people to get out. There are tons of other exits. Okay, can you tell me where they are, please? I have to close this off right at this moment. Shay punches outwards and seals the the thing with earth, and he's like, "Okay, can you tell me where the other exits are?" Where was he? He was back by the school house thing, I guess. It looked more like a death trap at the time. I'm not really sure what it was. There was tons of water pouring in. They went through the opposite side, is all that Ren told me. The closest exit would be there's a beach on the southwest side of, of East Lake. What's the fastest way for me to get there from here? I mean, it's still going to take you a little bit, mm. but get out and... If you go back outside to where Hatusu village and city is and start making your way north, you're, you're going to get to the beaches. So I'd have to circle around the mountain, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, what if I cut through this mountain wall and I point upwards towards like the side of the bay? And I'm like, what if I go through there? <laughs> I mean, I guess if you're crazy. Sure. Yeah. We, we are. Yeah, I didn't really claim otherwise. You guys coming? I'm gonna go get Rosie. You, you, you don't have to come. You can. I don't know where I am relative to this conversation or what's going on with me right now. So I'm, I'm gonna well, move well, over to you guys, include you in the conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm assuming like, yeah, you were just having this conversation with Ren and Zishan, but you do see. Um, well, what did you guys do as soon as you got out, Shoban and Liko? Yeah, I would have started trying to figure out, find someone who can do triage for my uncle. Mm, yeah, yeah, um, easy. There are now a ton. In fact, you see um, Dr. Bisong, hmm. uh, the doctor who is treating treating Liko. Um, Which I don't know. And she's but. treating, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, she's treating a bunch of people and sees, I think she would recognize you though, uh, and goes, what? Huh? What happened? And you should be resting, looking at Liko. Liko doesn't do anything. She just, she's at the top right mm -hmm. yeah okay she doesn't do anything she just walks away and looks for she walks towards rue rue is still okay. playing with the little girl right yeah so you go all the way out of the cove back to like the outside yeah she's straight up <sighs> just ignoring everybody and she just dr beeson like watches you like wordlessly leave and just sighs and looks at show and is like what what happened like the the tunnel started collapsing i don't know what's going there were explosions and then water was coming in and we stopped it we, we tried to stop it I, I don't think we actually stopped it but 
we got everybody out as quickly as we could. My, this my my uncle is hurt. Can you help him? Yeah. What? She's like obviously stressed because you know you saw her like treating a bunch of other people, and she. What? Okay. Tell me. Walk me through. How did you find him? What happened? Uh, there was a boulder on him. We heard him screaming for help behind a wall, and we uh, got in and moved the boulder, but he was underneath it. Can you move at all, sir? <laughs> no, uh, barely. No, I can't. no, can't move at all. Uh, okay, uh, just put him there. I'll take care of him. All right, show sets sets him down. You set him down, and Doctor Bison starts uh, taking care of him. And as you are about to like. Or what do you do? I was going to say, as soon as I set him down, um, I look at him and I say, Uncle, I'm sure that she'll take good care of you. And I know that we need to talk, but I, I need to help my friends. And I run after, I run in the direction Lee go went. Uh, and as you run away, he just goes, show, wait. What? What? The, the smile is gone from his face. And he goes, uh, he, he's like weakly trying to like grab your hand to like pull you in closer. I, I lean in. Uh, and you get right up to him, and he goes, don't trust the Daily, and then falls unconscious. Whoa. Oh, man, I totally thought he was about to betray you. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I was expecting something else, too. Um, <laughs> I was going to go for it. I was thinking the opposite, like, remember your training, you know? Like, <laughs> this kind of a thing. Rely, yeah. rely on your skills and training. <laughs> I was oh. definitely expecting a, the Earth King wants to see Yeah, you. that's what I was expecting, too, 100%. <laughs> Um, could have gone, gone either way. Okay, I get up and, with a little less certainty in my step, run the direction that Liko went. Okay. He stumbles uh, Rosic, a couple of times. Stumbles a couple of times. Rosic, have you decided? Uh, Dragged under, mark of fatigue. Rosic, Rosic definitely marks of fatigue. Uh, he marks of fatigue. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, give me this time. Oh, I, almost, I almost got gotcha. you. almost got me. almost got gotcha. um, Yeah, and I guess to narratively picture that in the fiction um as this gopher shark like is hopping towards him jumps out of the water he just does a quick like just like flamey axe kick and just kicks him back in the water swats him away swats him away with his swift foot like a like a fly swatter on fire flamey swatty flyer um (laughs) rosak picks pay up and just starts sprinting down the cavern yeah you're sprinting down this cavern and eventually you get to the it like opens up into this beach like a cave on a beach and you see there's like a rowboat and getting in the rowboat is your adopted stepfather now Zalonsher. does he see me uh no rosak i'm guessing rosak would have dropped pay like put pay on the ground as he was running out and he like while keeping well i <sighs> Sorry, no. I think Rozak would have kept holding on to Pei, but as like he sees his father keeping his momentum, he sort of just sets Pei down while he's running mm. and keeps the momentum and speeds up into a sprint. And as he's sprinting, does just a spinning roundhouse and shoots a flame blast, blast right at um, Naojiao, aiming right at the back of his head. You're intending to hit him? I'm attempting to hit him. Okay, okay. Why don't you, why don't you rely on your skills and trade? Okay. <sighs> Uh, I'm gonna be troubled until I can find some mentor. Um, <laughs> Stop with the troubled noise. <laughs> I'm, I'm so, I'm so troubled. I'm so troubled. Oh! Whoa. That's a 10. 12 minus 2? No, but my focus is a plus 2, so it just brings it to a 
plus zero. You rolled, yeah, you just so rolled straight just roll yeah. yeah. So a 12 minus two plus two. That's I, I understand how math works. <laughs> okay. Uh, you, uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to mark a fatigue on Nazar Launcher. As this flame, like, screams into the back of his head, just full blast hits him. And uh, he gets, like, knocked into this rowboat and stands up, like, in a fighting stance and sees you. Rozak has not Rozak. stopped sprinting either, just so you know. Absolutely. Yeah. He sees you sprinting towards him. He gets out of the rowboat and he drops his fighting stance. What do you do? Does that mean he enters um, a fighting stance or that he lowers a guard? <laughs> like, he was in a fighting like when stance. when you drop a fighting he... stance, is that like, nah, I'm doing it. It's like... It's like when you when you drop an album. He was like okay. this, but then he went like this. <laughs> no, no, I, no, no. He he lowered his fighting stance. Cool. He was in a fighting stance because he did not know what hit him, and he expected to turn around and be in a fight. When he saw Rosic, he is no longer in a fighting stance. Mm. He's just standing there, stock still, waiting to see what you do as you sprint towards him. Um, as Rosic sprinting towards him, he summons his flame shields on his arms. Mm. And then as he gets right up to him, he skids to a stop right in front of Najao with a flame shield right under his chin and says, you could have killed us. Najao is just like, does not move as this flame shield just comes up to his chin. You claim <sighs> to love Che. What is this? Yeah, yeah, I suppose uh, might be confusing, huh? Najao just sees like a furious look on his face, probably tears running down his cheek. I don't know a lot of sadness, but Confucius tears. <laughs> um, he su he holds up the other flame shield underneath his chin as well. How much of the scroll did you read? How did you know about that? What are you talking about? I was there. I took it from you. Oh, I thought you were talking about the... Sorry, I thought you were talking about another scroll. My bad. There's a number of scrolls we come across. I read the entire thing, I think. Yeah. And just like, still like not moving with these flame shields just up against his neck. Staring you just straight in the eye, not breaking eye contact. What did you think? Right now, I think you're not my father, so I have a lot less qualms about killing you right now. And he he smiles, and he his eyes just, like, glance down at the shields, and he looks back up at you. You know, I always loved your mother. Always did. And then, then she took both of you from me, took my legacy away from me. I have... Big things planned for the both of you. You are still a part of everything that I am doing, Rozak. You're a part of me. You didn't get this. And he looks down at the flame shields again. You didn't get this from Sanfen. She may have taught you to be cautious and patient, but I know under all of that, you are just brimming with anger. You got that from me. I taught you how to survive you will always be my son and he's just still just standing there mm -hmm. i think um as Naozao was saying all that he could see rosak just getting more and more um just angry like his face turning ever so red with anger um i'm guessing Naozao is pretty like big compared to rosak is he a lot taller than rosak or um how, how tall is rosak um i would He's like he's like on the taller, like a little like lankier side. 
Yeah. So I think you're you're probably pretty close in height to yeah. to Nazo. Um, Rosak drops the flame shields, puts his hands in his side, and kind of begins to step back. So now he's not facing directly towards Nazo. He's kind of facing off to the side, and looking mm-hmm. a bit away. And he just he says, "Well, your plans can wait." And Rosak, I want to try to have Rosak kick him and knock him out. I want to kick him as hard as I can. I want to knock out my father. Hit him right in the temple. I want to knock him out. Maybe the jaw. I just want to. I want to knock this guy out. Okay. Do it. <laughs> That's why I felt Nick the entire time he's watching. He's like, yes, yes. Embrace the violence. Embrace the dark side. Um. Why don't you? Why don't you push your luck? Okay. Whoa. It's a good time to roll that. The thirteen, baby. That's not even possible. <laughs> Rolling power two levels dice. are off the charts. Just Nauzel. <laughs> How is Nauzel this possible? Nauzel has, has one of those eyepieces scanning Rosic's level and it's explodes. His power level is over 9,000. I have been rolling rocks tonight. Oh, Absolutely insane. Oh my god. Shouldn't have dropped that fighting stance, Dad. <laughs> Here's... Here's what I'm going to give you. If that had been a weak hit, he would not have been knocked out. Yeah, that's yeah. I think I think that's that's the opportunity. Okay. Is this too much to ask? Can he fall directly back onto the rowboat? Or is he too far? Uh you know, I was actually uh thinking in in that in that light, yeah. Yeah, so he falls into the rowboat. And then is it kind of like half in the shallows, half on the sand? Absolutely. As hard yeah, as he, he was getting ready to push as off. hard as he can, Rosak kicks the rowboat directly into the water like a like a, a flamey kick too like a jet a jet launched kick he wants he doesn't he he doesn't want anyone besides him and maybe pay to know that he was even here yeah so you you murder pay and cold <laughs> just after saving i said i said besides i said besides rose like i'm pay <laughs> sorry kid you've seen too oh, much oh, oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> he just gently lets pay know that he will kill him in cold <laughs> remember i know where you live <laughs> uh uh Nauzo, uh hears you say your plans can wait and turns towards you ready to get in a fight with you and you just kick him across the face with a sidekick and he spins, falls into the rowboat, and then you just kick it in anger out into East Lake, and it just starts floating away. His plants can wait for as long as it takes for that rowboat to get back to shore, but you know. <laughs> um, and Rose like just drops to his knees, and he'll probably just sit there for a while. Hey, is just like awkwardly witnessed this adult interaction. <laughs> so, like, do I? We're safe. Can I? Can I go now? Rosic just holds. I promise I won't say anything about him. Rosic just holds up his hand, does like a quick shooing motion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you hear, you hear, pay. You hear the footsteps of a child running away. Um, and eventually, the rowboat sort of moves out of sight somewhere on East Lake. And eventually, Rosic, you're sitting there, and you hear Che just run up. Rosic, hey, you're all right. Nice done. Yeah, actually, you don't look all right. What's wrong? Oh, Ro. Rose like stands up and this was just a lot. Did you lose the kid? The, he he knows his way back. He, he left. Just, oh, all right. Well. Yeah, it's okay. Um, where are the rest of? Where are the others? They're somewhere. Yeah, They're I'll probably back at the hotel. 
Are you sure you're all right? No, I'm I'm fine. All right. Just... I made a tunnel. Uh, we can head back a little bit faster if we cut through the mountain. All right, let's take that. Oh. <laughs> you know what we forgot to do, too? I think uh, Che and Ren wanted to steal some things. Yes, yeah? yes that would be really nice. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll let you pick. Someone I think should roll to assess the situation. Is that what I want to do? Also, Ren, to be clear, were, were you with me? Yeah, we were when together. I found... well, okay, oh, yeah. when you found Rosic? No, I didn't come all yes. the way to the oh. beach. No. All right. No, you know what? Let's do this. Uh, let's do that move. Look for questionable purchases. So why don't uh, just is Che the only one rolling? I would like to roll as well if it's okay. Know. Yeah, yeah sure. So I'm just rolling Both creativity. Roll. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, we both two, we two both misses. stink. So we just we just both really suck at this. Uh, come on. Can't catch a break. <laughs> nope. You've only found legitimate items with vigilance shopkeepers closely watching you. <laughs> amid the chaos they're just like completely vigilant yeah you'd be worried about looters if you had a store and all that chaos yeah, yeah. Uh, I think what happens actually is uh, Che you are able to you don't really see anything easy to pilfer like an item you do see someone has left out some money I got it okay. and then you go to get Rosic Ren, you're looking around, and you see. Uh, well, what do you? Uh, what did you? What did you? What were you looking for? I'm looking for something dangerous. Okay, that's what's going through his mind. And you know, Ren, uh, Ren knows you... that that knowledge is power. Like it could be a scroll, it could be a weapon, it could be poison yep. for the darts. Anything. Something dangerous. Give me some mushrooms. <laughs> Uh, you I'm trying to think of something cool, man. Give me my Christmas list. Give me a scroll uh, that teaches me how to do chi blocking. Do it. Uh, I'll do you one better. I'll do you one Ow. better. What? Okay. Super um, Saiyan 4. You are, you see this like excellently made, uh, Naganita. It's like a, a Japanese spear. Yeah. Looks incredibly well made. Would give you a lot of reach. And from what you can tell, no one's looking. What's the material? Uh, the shaft looks like it is um, made out of. Uh, well, it's like a normal naganita, so it's like a, a wood. Anything, anything distinctive that would suggest to me, based on my learning in the past, like that this belongs anywhere uh, specific? Is this, you know, belong oh. to a particular nation? I ever see? Have I ever mm. seen it before? Because I've been trained on like thirty weapons, you know. Yeah. Let me ask this, um, Liko, your parents did not grow up in the foggy swamp they grew up did they grow up in the northern or the southern water tribe did we have a conversation about this or are you just asking me i'm i'm asking you to to add that into the fiction now i'm gonna say the the south okay the southern water tribe um was there like a did you have like a um i guess i don't know if you know this but you can just add it you Liko might not know this was there like a uh, a family symbol? Yeah, I remember she has a she has she has the foggy swamp symbol on her back. But I'm wondering if uh, if your family had a symbol of oh, the Southern Water Tribe. No, actually, yeah, no, actually, no, no symbol. But she does have an heirloom of some sort. 
or she is aware of an heirloom of some sort, but no okay. symbol. The symbol might be on the heirloom, but she's not aware of it. Okay. Ren, you see a Naganita, and on the um, on the blade part, there is emblazoned a symbol of a wolf's head. Shiny. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. So yeah, Ren is like, well, this is lucky. Uh, looks around, tries to grab it and dip out of the out of a corner of the uh, the tent or the booth or whatever it is. You go to reach for it, and then uh, you hear stealing after you saved us all, and then pump, 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 pump. Three quick punches to your what hand are you reaching? Like your right, yeah, right hand? hand? Yeah. Three quick punches to your right hand, and your right hand goes limp, and you turn, and Zishan is standing there, and we will see you next week. Zishan is Tai Li's grandma. <gasps> Spoiler alert! Uh, only that family knows how to do chi blocking. Yeah, yeah. Only people. Yeah, is that what we're doing? Uh, what we're saying? Yeah, we're yeah, going with that. It's I wasn't stealing. Right. <laughs> we'll we'll find out next week what happens. It was just it was just touching. The credits are rolling. <laughs> you don't get any. There's just like it's yeah. just like New Girl, where like the first five seconds of credits. All right. Once again, we have uh, dropped a Patreon, launched our Patreon. You can mm-hmm. check it out there. It looks it looks pretty nice, if I do say so myself. I spent quite some time. Oh, I forgot to mention. I forgot to mention the best part. What's the best part? Uh, the best part of the Patreon launch, Steve. I'm so glad you asked. Is that the first 30 people who support us on Patreon get an exclusive t-shirt that says, I love the Flying Bison podcast. It will never be offered again. It's an exclusive t-shirt that only you will get. If you are already supporting us on Kofi, we're going to reach out and get your deets and send you this t-shirt. So you don't need to worry. It's the first 30 people to support us on Patreon, plus the people that have already supported us on Kofi. Uh, If you are interested in any of our other t-shirts or the joggers or the hat or the sweatshirt, check us out. Um, We are going to be launching a store in just a little bit. And this shirt is in our logo font, so it actually looks cool. It doesn't just look like iHeartNY. Are we going to announce that now? No. Oh, I'm teasing. It's a teaser, my friend. Okay. So we're not announcing. Okay. We're just... You've been teased. If you can sub to the Patreon before it takes the amount of time for me to make 30 separate accounts and sub with all of them, then you win. Yeah, in between this entire episode, Danny, is, uh, you've already supported us 29 times. Yeah. Which is crazy. There's one more so, time. One more time. There's one more t-shirt left. All right. Uh, <laughs> can't wait to see what happens next week. Uh, <laughs> if you are interested again in supporting us, we now have uh, Patreon. Uh, and if not... Go and just tell a friend. Tell as many friends as you got. And I did hear that for every friend you tell, Johnny will call your parents' landline, say, do you smell that? And hang up. <laughs> yeah, That is hilarious. That's, that's really <laughs> good, yeah. We'll do that. Where did you come up with this? It's right. so good. Also, join us on the Discord. Join us on the Discord. And join oh, us on the Discord. Discord. Yes. Yeah. We want to hang out with you. Yeah. Having so much fun. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 See you. Bye. Avatar Legends was developed and produced by Magpie Games. The worlds of Avatar The Last Airbender and Avatar The Legend of Korra are property of Viacom CBS. 
Intro music is Dizu by Sendai. Outro music is Tokyo Funk by LATG Music. Logo and art by Kate and Matthew Menke. You can find more of their work at pomekin.com. Link in the show notes.